Hello and welcome to the Great Sex with Helena podcast. My name is Helena Nista and I am your host. I am a sex therapist and a creator of powerful online courses for singles and couples that help you have the best sex of your life. You can find them all on my website, helenanista.com. And today we're diving into the topic of cheating in relationships, why it happens, how to prevent it and what to do about it. So why do people cheat? Why do men cheat? Why do women cheat? Who is more likely to cheat on their partner? How to repair relationship after infidelity? And is it actually possible to cheat proof your relationship? Make sure to stay till the end for all the answers. First of all, we actually need to define infidelity. Is it having sex with someone else than your partner? How about just kissing someone else? Or flirting with them? Or sexting with them? How about developing an emotional connection with someone outside of your relationship? Or watching porn? Or masturbating? Different people define infidelity differently, which can lead to a whole range of problems. Particularly when people ask me, my partner did this, is it cheating? And I have to tell them, I don't know. What were the agreements in your relationship? And what I mean by that is, did you ever have a chat about what is okay and what isn't within the boundaries of your relationship? But unfortunately, people very rarely discuss this issue and as a result, feelings can get seriously hurt. Some people get upset when their partner even looks at other women or men, while their partner is surprised because he or she would have never thought that this could be considered a problem, etc. This is why it's so important to actually define infidelity in your relationship. What is okay between the two of you? To me personally, cheating is any situation where either one of us forms a secretive relationship with another person that is outside of the boundaries of what we had agreed upon. I have no problem with my partner looking at other women with appreciation or with him forming close friendships with them. But I'm not okay with it if he was to pursue a desire to form a physically intimate bond with them. Because it's one thing to feel desirous towards someone else. That can happen and I wouldn't blame him for it. But it's another thing altogether what he does about that desire. And if he acts upon it when we had specifically agreed that we wouldn't do that, then that's cheating. But that's me and my brain when I am in relationships and you really need to find out what's best for you. Let's look into who is more likely to cheat. According to research, historically, men used to be more likely to cheat, but not by that much. However, in recent years, it seems that this balance has started to even out with women straying approximately as often as men do. So nobody is actually hardwired to cheat. And these days, it's no longer fair to say that men are usually the cheaters. When it comes to reasons quoted by people who committed infidelity, there are a few most common ones. Falling out of love with your partner is among the top causes of cheating. Feeling neglected by your partner is also very high on that list. When you feel unloved, unappreciated, or even rejected at home, it's easy to follow a desire towards someone else who seems more caring and loving towards you at that point of time. Getting bored with your sex life and seeking variety can also be a dangerous situation that can lead to straying. 
Besides, getting attention from someone else outside of your relationship can give you a great confidence boost. So people who maybe seek validation or desire to raise their self-esteem can become cheaters. If you're angry with your partner over something, maybe their own infidelity, that can lead to straying. Feeling sexual desire towards someone else other than your partner can be a reason. And there are also these different situations that can potentially create risky conditions for cheating, even if you're happy in your relationship. So whenever there is drinking involved, particularly excessive drinking, which is why office Christmas parties are notoriously known for inappropriate behavior, which goes to show that people in happy relationships also cheat. Strong sexual desire towards someone else or a situational factor that involves a lot of alcohol can lower our inhibitions and impair our judgment to the point of committing infidelity. It's not only people who are unhappy in their relationships or who are hurt by their partner that cheat. The bad news is that it's impossible to cheat-proof your relationship. Unfortunately, there is no way to create 100% certainty that neither one of you will ever stray. Sexual passion and desire is a very strong and unpredictable force that can lead people to risk their reputation, families, fortunes, jobs, etc. However, there are things you can do to minimize the risk of infidelity. The truth is that relationship satisfaction is among the strongest predictors of whether the partners will ever stray. So first of all, have that conversation with your partner or spouse about what kind of behaviors exactly are not okay for you. And then make sure to work on your connection together. A relationship is a living organism that keeps changing and evolving. And if you don't stay on top of it, life's challenges and temptations will get on top of your connection. Number one reason that people quote for not cheating on their partner is feeling happy together. Other reasons quoted are not wanting to feel guilty and fear that their partner might retaliate and cheat on them also as a revenge. So they'd rather not risk that. But I think that the most important one is feeling happy with your partner. And I think that we really need to start seeing our relationship as this gorgeous, delicate flower that requires daily care and attention in order to bloom and thrive. But if infidelity does happen, then there are ways to repair it and to stay together. Ultimately, it's always a personal choice whether a person stays in the relationship after they cheated or were cheated on. But many couples do stay together, particularly if they decide to work on their problems and face the situation without denial. There usually are reasons for straying and addressing them is very important in this process. And so is processing all the feelings that the infidelity brought up for both partners. Anger is fine. Grief is fine. Frustration is fine. These things take time and nobody says that you need to hurry up and get over it quickly. This can take months, years even. And it will be difficult for both. For the person feeling the hurt and betrayal and for the partner needing to handle their spouse's feelings. But what really matters in the end of the day is that the infidelity doesn't define your relationship. It's just something that happened to your relationship. The connection with your significant other is about many different things that are still beautiful and valuable, like your love, the family that you're raising together, the fun times that you share and have shared, etc., and much, much more. 
And if you'd like to work on your relationship together, if you'd like some help in bringing a new spark into your emotional and sexual connection, make sure to check out my online course, Tantric Sex for Couples. It's a fantastic program that will take you both together on a journey of exploring and practicing beautiful, intimate, blissful techniques and rituals of tantric lovers. These techniques will help you deepen the love, expand the connection that you share, and will teach you how to bring a lot more pleasure into your sex life together. You'll find the entire course at tantricsexforcouples.com and the link is also in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening till the end. And if you enjoy my content, please consider buying me a coffee through my Patreon account. You'll also find the link to my Patreon page in the show notes below. And now have a wonderful day, sexy time with your partner all or by yourself tonight, and I will speak to you next time.